Welcome back to Yes and Yoga. My name is David Ahern. My name is Adi Bachchan. We had the great honor last year on Prime Video of creating Yes and Yoga Season 1, and now we're back to dig deeper into not only the philosophy of Yes and, but Kundalini Yoga. We've taken improvisation, we've taken uh, yoga, we've combined them together to create this show. If you'd like to catch up, also make sure to check out season one because we talk a lot about some of the basics and kind of some of our story and how we got started. But for season two, which is where we are right now, we took some of your notes and suggestions, questions you had, and one of the big things people asked uh, when they wrote in, what are chakras? What are these things that you guys refer to when you talk about chakras? Chakras, they're actually these centers of consciousness. They're these focal points of energy that actually have a direct effect on our daily lives. And you can think of chakras like energy distribution centers, kind of along the length of the spine. And each chakra has its own expression, behaves in its own way. And when we practice, this allows your own kundalini energy to rise. And that's what helps to balance and coordinate all of your chakras. And our kundalini energy, kind of to recap, is our creative energy. It exists in every single human mm -hmm. being. And when we find ways to activate that, we actually can become our most creative self. And that is the purpose of exactly. activating. Exactly. Uh, and this practice, it doesn't force your kundalini energy to rise. Instead, it just prepares your body. So that way it can allow it to rise on its own. And then you can experience higher consciousness and energy flowing throughout all of your chakras. And it's a process that you have to do daily for yourself. You know, and the thing is, and, and yogis talk about this a lot, it's not hard necessarily to get your kundalini energy to rise. Mm -hmm. The challenge is to keep it in these upper centers, which we're going to talk more about the, the chakras yeah. when we go into greater detail. And that's the reason why we do these uh, yogic postures and asanas. Mm -hmm. And to get it flowing through. Right. It gives our body the ability to hold this energy in the upper centers. Yes, because when we apply the technology of kundalini yoga to our bodies and minds, it actually has this effect of uplifting your spirit. So it's not a religion, it's you know a universal, non-denominational thing anyone can do, but it actually uplifts your spirit, so you actually feel more connected. So whatever your, uh, your faith is, whatever mm -hmm. your, your practice is, what this does is it enhances it. Uh, I like to say it exponentially uh, makes your belief structures and your faith even stronger, and that's the beautiful exactly. thing. So let's talk about the chakras, and let's start. How about with the first chakra? Let's just get right yes. into this. Yes. yes, so there are seven known chakras, and within Kundalini Yoga, we actually consider the aura this eighth chakra. So right. we'll make our way through them. So we have this the first three chakras, which are known as the lower triangle. And this deals with the physical needs of the body, kind of the basic needs of life. It focuses on elimination, reduction, and this first chakra in particular, it's all about security and right. survival. Yes. It's on kind of the lowest part of the spine, and it's your foundation. It has to do with survival, you know, your security, um, even habits in life, your self-acceptance. Yes, it grounds us kind of to the earth in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. It's, uh, it's called the root chakra. Yes, 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 the root chakra. And the specific location, if you want to get technical, it's at the very end of the spine, kind of between the anus and your sexual organs. I can't help but giggle when you say that. Say it one more time again. Anus. Wow, and sex organs. So that's, and sex organs. There, there you go. go. There's the there two go. That's where you can find your root chakra. And everyone has it. It's Every, there. Everyone has it. It's there. And in fact, quite a, quite a few of us live a great percentage of our life kind of in that area. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. mean that to be weird or freaky, mm -hmm. but... 
but a lot of times there'll be imbalances in, mm -hmm. in, in that lower triangle. So, exactly. So the color uh, that it is kind of associated with is the color red. Yes, yes, yeah. the red is for that one. And then too, if you ever kind of wanted to work with your root chakra, you could do things like front stretches. Um, even when we apply root lock and later on, we'll kind of do this frog pose that you'll see. And so all of those things work with that first chakra. And that is the great thing about Kundalini Yoga is it literally, uh, it has postures and asanas uh, that you can use that specifically can activate certain uh, mm -hmm. chakras. So mm -hmm. that's great. Now let's move to the second chakra. Yes. We're kind of moving up. So think of it like a, a ladder, like we're yes. moving up the ladder. We're going to go to the second chakra, which is all about creativity. Yes, yes. And the second chakra, it has to do with feeling, desiring, creating. Um, it's associated with the color orange. And you would actually find this one to be associated more with your reproductive system, your kidneys, your bladder, things like that. Now we move to the third chakra. We're, yes. we're now, uh, again, this is the third of the lower triangle. Mm -hmm. And this third one has to do with willpower. It's all about your personal power, your commitment. And this one's actually located um, at your navel point, mm -hmm. kind of at the solar plexus. And it's associated even with your liver, your gallbladder, digestive organs, pancreas, adrenals, kind of those things. And it's the color yellow. It is the color yellow. Mm -hmm. This is exciting. Mm -hmm. And as we uh, said when we were talking just a moment ago, a great many of us uh, live our consciousness a lot in that lower three, uh, those those first three. Mm -hmm. And generally what that means is, is you're, uh, most of us, a great many of us are more apt to be... Uh, that, that tends to be where addiction can manifest, things like that. Things uh, that were regarding fear, yes. insecurities, a lot of things have to do with the lower triangle. And that's kind of where they've even heard the percentage 90, as many as 90% of people have kind of an imbalance going with those first three. And if we don't have energy flowing through the higher ones, that's kind of when we notice things in our life happen and kind right. of we can get in ruts or things. and you're always working with your energy, whether you're aware of it or not. Totally. And the thing is, it's not that the lower three are bad in any mm -hmm. way. It's just when they're out of balance, sometimes mm -hmm. they're not working uh, to, to make us the most effective that we can mm -hmm. be. It's your foundation too. Now we move into, we start to move into the upper chambers with this little passage that we like to call yes. the fourth chakra, which is all about the heart. Yes, yes, it's the heart center. And so the heart center is actually the balance point between the upper energies, which they consider the upper energies of the heavens, and then the lower energies of the earth. And this is where we experience even the shifts from me to we yes. consciousness. And so we talk about that a lot of the lower triangle, it's kind of the foundations. And in order to, you know, that's kind of survival and you're thinking about you. And at a certain point, we kind of have to expand just from us outward. And that's kind of with the help of the heart center. So this is what will actually connect us to that upper triangle of chakras. Right. And the, and the fourth chakra, it's all about love and compassion. Yes. And it is kind of the passageway. So when you, yes. you start to think of the lower three, the heart becomes the passageway to kind yes. of get us up into those upper chambers. Mm -hmm. And we do that through love and compassion. In the world of improvisation, where we talk about yes and, uh, and you were just talking about going kind of from the ego to uh, to, to being all about us. Mm -hmm. In improvisation, it, it, we call it from going from ego, which is all about me, to we go, what mm -hmm. we come up with together 
is what we come up with, is better than what we come up with individually. So the heart chakra is where that happens. It awakens us to spiritual awareness. Yes, yes. Even um, to service, it kind of opens that up more. It's that heart-centered consciousness. And this is actually, the heart chakra is located on the center of chest and the breastbone. And it's associated, as you can imagine, with the heart, the lungs, thymus gland, and the color for the heart is actually green. green. You might think red, just thinking heart and seeing, you know, that yeah. symbol. Do you know what's it's interesting green. is that in dream analysis, uh, green, uh, the color green, it mm-hmm. means healing. Yeah. And and so that that's another thing when you're when you're talking about the heart, it's green, and the reason why is green is a healing color. So yes. we literally can heal through the heart, through compassion, through mm-hmm. love. And the postures that are associated with this, and we'll do one later, um, that has our arms extended. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, you'll like this one. And then any breath work that we do, and really any arm exercises. So anytime you see you're working with your arms, it's affecting the heart, because our arms are extension of our, of our heart. Right, and so this is, why, uh, this is starting to get to be why we do uh, yoga and meditation, is because mm-hmm. we're gonna move ourselves from the lower and through the heart. And then once we move uh, through the heart and we're doing these postures and these meditations, we start now to move into the upper triangle. And this is where higher consciousness resides. This is where we start acting uh, for the greater good, not only of ourselves, but for everyone. Yes, the chakras, the upper triangle, it's, and also it includes the aura with mm-hmm. it. This is where we accumulate, create, and refine our energy. And there's no specific gross elements that are associated with kind of our sixth, seventh, and eighth chakra, the mm-hmm. aura, um, as they kind of correspond to more subtle, subtle etheric realms. realms. But the fifth chakra, so we're on number five mm-hmm. now, it has to do with the projective power of your word. So it's speaking. It's even hearing and speaking the truth. It even has to do with um, the teacher, Mm -hmm. anybody that's teaching. And you can find this throat chakra, or fifth chakra, at the throat. It's also nicknamed the throat chakra. And it's associated with your trachea, your throat, your thyroid. Right, and the color associated with this is light blue. It's kind of, uh, think of ether. Uh, And you know, another thing to remember with the the throat chakra is we speak, uh, whatever we speak becomes a reality. We speak it into existence. And so uh, as you practice more and more, you start to realize your words have incredible power. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, uh, you become more mindful of what you're going to say because knowing that whatever you say becomes a reality, once you take on the responsibility of that, you start to speak in a much higher uh, higher percentage terms. Mm Absolutely. And things that naturally work with this throat chakra. So even if you're feeling like, I kind of want to work with it, um, doing cat-cow, anything um, that works with even using mantras, Mm -hmm. even using your voice. And we chant and we say those different mantras, that automatically is working with the fifth chakra. Right. And so now, uh, now we've talked about speaking. We're going to move to the sixth chakra. Now we're getting higher up because now we're talking about intuition, wisdom and our identity and intuition is a big thing uh Mm -hmm. i don't feel like we're taught enough about our intuition or that we're we put enough stock and faith in it because Mm -hmm. our intuition is that inner knowingness Mm -hmm. without knowing why you know it you just know and that's when you start to get into the sixth sixth chakra yes the sixth chakra it has to do with more of like you said our intuition and it also has to do with kind of understanding one's purpose yeah it's it's a union of opposites is what it is and you can find this located um, between your eyebrows 
And so anytime they're talking about look at the brow point or your third eye, that's where you can find it. And it is associated with your brain, your pituitary gland. Right. The pituitary gland mm -hmm. is interesting because we talk about this yes. a lot. I think you uh, you reference it and you call it the Holy Trinity, which is... In conjunction with, with other ones. Right, yes. with other ones. And the pituitary is one of the three. Yes. And and that's where we're at in the, uh, the sixth yes. chakra. And the color that's associated with that is indigo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you might have to look up indigo, Google it, and figure out what does what indigo look that? like. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anytime that we have our eyes closed and we're actually focusing on the brow point, that's always working with the sixth chakra. And then even the last season, how we did the um, one practice where we were doing the satanama, mm -hmm. that's another one that's really good for the intuition. It heightens that one. Yes, even exercises mm -hmm. where you put your forehead on the floor mm -hmm. uh, is, is activating Absolutely. that sixth chakra. Now we move to the seventh chakra, yes. which is called the crown chakra. Yes. And this is where you're really starting to, as a yogi, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to yes. get to this crown chakra. Yes, this has to do with transcendence. They call the crown chakra the 10th gate and actually the seat of the soul. And it's located, as you said, in the crown of your head. And it's associated with your brain, your pineal gland, color. Yeah. Violet. Violet. Yes, yes it's beautiful. Purple. And this, this is the whole reason for these practices because when we start to activate that seventh chakra, our crown chakra, what happens is we start to speak our divine purpose. Uh, things that uh, we didn't know were inside of us start to manifest. And then we come to such a place of service with, uh, with other people that uh, things just start to really align with us universally. Mm -hmm. and, and we found this in our own personal mm -hmm. life is that we started doing these practices and things that we never ever thought in a million years could happen, happen. This show being one of them. Neither one of us ever intended to do this. Right. But it, to, to me, and I think to you, this is a reflection of our practice and when we start moving into that, that crown chakra area. Mm -hmm. And no matter what we're doing within Kundalini Yoga, like to activate this crown chakra, we would do that one posture we were talking about earlier, that Sat Kriya or the Sat Nam, you would do that one. But really, anytime we're practicing Kundalini Yoga and any of these Kriyas and these practices, you end up working with all the chakras. So even if you don't know which one you know you have maybe more of an emphasis on or that this will just kind of bring your awareness about the subject but know that anytime we practice you're naturally bringing them all kind of into balance and getting energy flowing throughout all of them and i will say that when i was first uh this was brought to my attention chakras i had no idea what they were either this is this is something that we're not taught but once you start mm -hmm. to learn that we have certain energy centers in our body uh you can really start to put your mind on how you're going to activate them. Now, the last chakra, because yes. most people, if they do know them, they only know them as seven. Seven. But mm -hmm. there actually is an eighth chakra, which, yes. and this seems very esoteric, but now we're going to start talking about our aura. Yes. Because who knew we have an energy field that surrounds exactly. us? Exactly. Yes. Well, say scientists have now proven it. Right. They've now proven this. The heart even has its own electromagnetic field, and we have our own electromagnetic field. It has to do with our radiance, and it surrounds the entire physical body. And it's something that's important. It's your aura, it can expand up to nine feet, yep. like whenever you have a robust practice going in that, and it's fluffy and it's bright, and people can feel it even when they're interacting with you. And then if you're having times where you're depressed or mm -hmm. you're sad or you're kind of going through it stuff, contracts. it literally shrinks down and they say you can even get like three feet in close to you. And people can even pick up on that. They can pick up if you're like kind of bright feeling and light 
or if there's a heaviness around you. It has to do with that aura. Right, and you will see a lot of times in yoga, you'll see people will wear all white, and there mm -hmm. is a reason for it. The reason why they're wearing all white is it does expand your aura. Yes, and, and so, it contains all the colors. Yes. All right, so these are our chakras. So for those of you that wrote in, we wanted to kind of give you a little background in what, what the chakras are. And now that you know, we can start to do these practices and we can enhance and keep uh, our chakras uh, activating at the highest possible potential, mm -hmm. potential. And when we do that, then we become our best selves. Exactly. So now you kind of have the information. Go find the practice that you feel is suitable for you and start doing that practice and watch the magic unfold.